0: Welcome to The Crunch with Crib. I'm Jess, and each episode, I'll be talking with some of WA's best real estate agents and business people to find out what makes them tick and what lessons they've learned on their journey to success. In a sea of sales reps, Rob Mandanici and his agency, Paddington Realty, stands apart with their leasing-only focus. Rob also sits across a number of industry groups, so he's uniquely positioned to comment on where real estate is headed, as well as what makes a great property manager. And it was a pleasure to chat with him for this episode of the Crunch. Rob, thank you so much for coming into the Crunch. Yeah, good morning. Good, good to be morning. Here. Welcome, welcome. Um, now we have got you in to chat about something a little bit different. Same, same but different. Um, obviously, a lot of the guests that we have on the show are really sales focused um, in regards to real estate, whereas you have a slightly different focus in your business. Um, so I wanted to talk about the structure of of Paddington um, because I believe you've. You're le- your very leasing focused rather than sales.
1: Yeah, we're a, a leasing and property management only business. Uh-huh. Um, and we've taken that approach, I guess we've evolved to that approach over the last three to four years. Um, more so that focus this year, um, sort of as of early this year, um, uh-huh. making that total cut um, to cut sales out of the business. Um,
0: okay. So a couple of questions on that. A, why? <laughs>
1: Yeah, look, I think some would say it's a, it's a risk. Why cut sales out of your business? Why, why cut a, a very large, um, I guess, proportion of the market mm-hmm. that's out there? Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately for us, it was a, a desire to do what we do and do it well. Yep. and focus on that one aspect of business that we understand um that's that's effectively in our blood and in our DNA is is property management.
0: Yeah, okay. So is your background in leasing and property yeah. management? Yeah,
1: yeah, PM yep. and leasing. Um nearly 17 years now.
0: Okay, okay. Well, and then so the sales staff that you had previously at Paddington, were you um were you selling as well or you've always been kind of overlooking PM. Yeah, we,
1: we, were, we were doing some selling um, and, and look, we were selling things, but effectively it was never our, our heart was never in it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I know that's probably uh, perhaps doing a bit of a disservice there, but look, the honesty is our heart was never in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, there was always a lot more joy from leasing and, and property management and the challenges surrounding that, mm-hmm. um, coupled with, I guess, uh, the direction of the market and the market we operate in. Um, you know, sales, you uh, Uh, we we sort of realized you either had to be specialized at selling um, or listing and selling Mm -hmm. uh, and and the negotiation that goes with that or specialize in leasing property management and and the challenges that surround that side of the business.
0: Mm -hmm. A couple of follow-up questions from that. So the first is you you mentioned the joy of property managing and and I guess the passion that goes into that. Tell me about the business. Tell me about the people that work for you, the day-to-day and and you know, what it is that makes a good property manager?
1: Um, I guess you've got to be organised. Yeah, um, You've got to be organised. You can't take too much to heart. And, and look, at the end of the day, we're entwined in, in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's often said that, you know, we're, we're more than just, we are more than just collecting rent. We often become entwined in people's um, relationships and what happens in those relationships. Uh, They're financial. Uh, we have financial relationships um, and, and what evolves around that. In particular, I guess, a perfect example, the last couple of years in, in Perth, times have been quite tough. Mm-hmm. Um, people have come under financial hardship, which has meant the inability to pay their rent or mortgages um, and difficulties in that, which has put uh, emotional and, and perhaps relationship stress on people. And, and we see a lot of that firsthand. And, and as property managers, often, often perhaps sadly or rightly or wrongly, the, the property manager is often the first person to hear about it. Um, I guess the first sometimes the first shoulder that, uh, that perhaps a tenant cries on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's challenging. Um, uh, but, but I guess, you know, without sounding cheesy about it, rewarding. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you do have an opportunity to help try and get people out of situations, um, sometimes, and as much as sometimes we don't want to become, I guess, emotionally entangled in that. Um, sometimes you can't
0: help, but, uh, but do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me, um, property managers get, can get a bad rap. Um, just like agents can. Um, you mentioned your tenants there. But t- tell me about the relationship between a PM and a tenant, and then a PM and, and an investor, um, and kind of how you juggle the the needs, I guess, of both, especially at the moment where people are, you know, under financial stress on both sides. Yeah.
1: Look, ultimately, uh, a property manager or agent's duty is to their client, their mm-hmm. owner, um, or their lessor, for, for if you want a more... Uh, particular term there, yeah. um, you know, our, our first duty is to our client and our first duty is to protect that client's interests, uh, their financial interests um, and and have their best interests at heart at mm-hmm. all time and, and work in their interests. Um, but but in saying that, um, I, I guess, you know, ultimately there's a human relationship there with the tenant um, as well um, to do the right thing by them. And, and, you know, doing the right thing by the tenant is effectively protecting the owner's interests mm-hmm. Um, being prompt with things, so you know if something needs repair, advising the owner of of, of their rights behind that, um, communicating with the tenant at all times. That that often, you know, going back to the f- comment you made there about um, you, you know the, um, the the bad rap sometimes I guess that property managers get. Often that can be uh, negated by communication, mm-hmm. and we're all guilty of poor communication at times. Uh, it's a busy role. And often it's not that we don't want to communicate with people, but, but quite often we we got a lot of balls in the air at one time. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so, so someone may think that getting back to you within an hour or so is acceptable. Um, others perhaps are expecting, um, you know, more contact and more touch uh, perhaps in a, in a quicker
0: timeframe. Yeah. Uh, what is what is the volume of, of tenancies that your PMs are expected to deal with on a, you know, the, the number of people that they're managing at any one time?
1: Yeah, so look, I guess... It, there is no industry average um, and that's a that's a pretty sore question, that one, all the time and you might jump on any, go into any office, jump on any property management Facebook forum around the country and it's a sore topic because, um, you know, for example, what might work in one suburb or in one particular area or portfolio is not going to work in another. Mm-hmm. Um, the more demanding perhaps the, the clientele, uh, the older the property, the more work mm-hmm. maintenance required on a mm-hmm. daily basis will mean that that person can't effectively manage more properties than, say, somebody with a, a portfolio of new builds or perhaps even apartments all in one complex. Um, mm-hmm. I've managed all manner of properties and, you know, it's no shame in saying if you're managing a whole building, uh, all the tenancies in one building, it, it is a lot easier than um, a portfolio sprawled across um, numerous suburbs of, say, older housing, you know, 50, 60, 70 year old housing. Mm -hmm. Days like today, there's going to be roof leaks. There's going to be plumbing issues. (laughs) Uh, There's going to be call outs from the state emergency service and and plumbers and electricians for emergency work and and whatnot. And um, I guess you've just got to, um, you've just got to balance that against, um, uh, you know, against what else is in the portfolio.
0: Mm -hmm. So where is your portfolio sitting at the moment? I know you, you were based Ellenbrook, the vines area.
1: Yeah, so a lot of our a lot of our portfolio itself um, runs in that Swan Valley corridor. Yeah. Um, effectively, all the way down Guildford Road back to the city. Okay. Um, so we manage a mixture of um, units, villas, townhouses, newer builds, mm-hmm. older houses throughout suburbs like say uh, Morley and Naranda or, uh, up to Guildford, uh, Bayswater, Bassendean and then through to new builds in estates like Dayton, Cavish and Bradham, Ellenbrook and the Vines. Okay. Um, a handful of rural properties smattered in there and sort of vineyard properties, um, but predominantly new builds in new suburbs and some of those older, more traditional houses down Guildford Road.
0: Okay. Okay. So what are you looking for? Um, we mentioned communication, organisation. What are you looking for when you hire a property manager? Um,
1: funny, we've just hired a, an inspection manager okay. um, who has... No direct real estate experience. Um, we were effectively looking uh, with the new hire uh, personality. And mm-hmm. um, we've, we've hired somebody who's actually a hairdresser by trade. Okay. there you
0: go. Um,
1: she has great people and interpersonal skills. I imagine, and yeah. uh, a really good attention to detail. Um, so we sort of uh, – w- we've never hired a qualified property manager. We've never hired somebody who's come to us with a licence or, um, you know, um, reps ticket or, or whatnot uh, or registration. I guess we've always looked for a skill that we needed and it's not necessarily um, someone who's already trained up and experienced um, mm-hmm. and happy to train them along the way, um, happy to give them some on-the-job training. Um, but but ultimately this time we were looking for someone with some pretty good, uh, you know, interpersonal skills, the ability to build a relationship quickly. And um, quite frankly, I think a hairdresser, um, you know, really, really hits that mark, yeah, you know, that, uh, that ability to... Uh, you know, integrate and, and talk to all manner of different clients on a daily basis that they may have coming in and out of their salon, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a no-brainer when we met her.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
1: just an absolute no-brainer. Yeah. Um, and we put that ad out out uh, across uh, probably a more non-traditional platform, uh, Facebook in terms of job advertising. Yeah. Um, we didn't use any of the the usual platforms or usual avenues you might go down. Um, we had an overwhelming response. I think we had something like 85 or 86 applications Okay. Um, in a span of three or four days.
0: On Facebook? On
1: Facebook only.
0: There you go. Wow. Amazing. Incredible. So, yeah. Incredible. Um, I want to go back to the market because you mentioned before, obviously, amongst a number of other things that kind of you know, moved you towards leasing only. The market was one of those decisions. And we spoke to, um, the guys from professionals a couple of weeks ago who said that they'd also tried to integrate, you know, a, a rent roll more so into a very sales heavy office. And that was a really good decision, you know, when it comes to the market at the moment, how does that affect, you know, obviously we've heard all about sales at the moment and, and it's yep. really difficult to sell, is that a good thing for you? Is that a bad thing for you? How does that affect your
1: look? Yeah, there's no doubt sales have been a, a challenge out there, and I- any of our colleagues that we speak to, um, you know, it's challenging, mm-hmm. and that's across, I guess, a lot of different segments of the market around Perth and Western Australia, more broadly, and um, you know, I- integrating a PM business into an existing business, I think, is a is a brilliant business strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, PM is the nuts and bolts of of an agency, whether you, whether you choose to be a PM only agency like ourselves um, or or sort of a a multi-focused agency doing the traditional selling and leasing and PM, it really is that backbone Mm -hmm. and, and it will pay the rent in tough times. It'll pay the wages, um, it'll pay the bills. Mm -hmm. And um, you you know, I I dare say it, I think any, any business that perhaps is sales only, um, you know, you're really going to, um, you're really going to feel that in those tougher times. Um, You know, there's no, there's no doubt about that. Um, the market itself for us, um, th- the lack of sales, I guess, has pushed more uh, more properties into the leasing market. Mm-hmm. It's allowed us to be a little more discerning, I think, in what we pick up in terms of business. Yeah. Um, the financial markets themselves, I guess, the way banks have uh, um, cut back on their lending practices has pushed a lot of great tenants into the market. So yeah. people who traditionally might have gone out to buy a house, um, have now come back into the rental market. So there's a lot of awesome tenants out there um, with good credentials um, and and really strong applications that are are snapping up rental properties now, which is, you know, which is great for us in our business.
0: Mm -hmm. And what are the conversations you're having with your lessors? Is that correct? Yes. (laughs) Yes. At the moment around rent and, you know, um, I'm assuming they're always asking you, can we push the you know, can we push our rent yeah. up and that kind of thing?
1: For the first time in sort of four years, um, w- we are increasing rents, yeah. um, which okay. is great. And I think is that due th-
0: to the good tenants coming back on the market and good all tenants those in
1: things? the market, uh, tightening of lending practices, yeah. seen again those those what would have been a traditional buyer exit the market. You're seeing a lot of people perhaps, uh, f- and, I, and I and I you know I don't really like to touch on this, but for selling. Yeah. Um, where either they've done it or the bank has pushed them to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a few of those. Uh, whereby they've returned to the market as tenants as well. So, you know, they've, they've got themselves, they've extradited themselves out of the position they're in um, and now and now back in the rental market again, making really good quality tenants, um, you know, and they're, they're returning to the market as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we found that uh, uh, the conversations we've been having over the last couple of weeks in particular have been very positive ones with owners, talking mm-hmm. about increasing rents, extending leases, Um, even to some extent, those owners that can talking to them about acquiring other properties. So, um, you know, it's had a positive effect.
0: Yeah. I'm assuming when your, uh, owners want to buy and sell that and they come to you, you've got a very good relationship with someone else that you refer them on to. Yeah. And I guess, look, we have to, um, (laughs) and and
1: we've got, we've got probably three agents, uh, in sort of three distinct areas that that Mm -hmm. we do recommend them to and, and happy to recommend them to. And those three agents specialise in selling, and they're good at selling in those pockets that we operate in. Um, They're really good at it, um, very successful at it. Um, And I guess those couple of agents use a few different methods, and that's probably why we've chosen to to work with them. And some of them are small operators, others are inside big franchises. Um, But again, it's about that one-on-one relationship, I guess, that, that we can then impart onto that potential vendor.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about communication. We've it's come up a couple of times. It's obviously such a key part of the relationship between a PM and their client. Um, and what we've been talking about a lot in this room with salespeople is that the way that people want to communicate has really changed over the past few years. Obviously, with technology, we've talked about Facebook. With the speed that people, you know, want to hear things, um, is that I'm assuming that's something that's possibly even more acute for a property manager in terms of people expecting, you know, an answer straight away. Um, I know we get contacted on some PM pages that we manage on the weekend, you know, with people wanting answers straight away. So how have you kind of managed that?
1: Yeah, look, um, you know, it's changed. I mean, technology's changed. And look, I think for the better, um, but it's also blurred a lot of boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, So look, I can say, look, when I started my career in property management, we relied a lot on the mail. We relied on tenants walking into our office, collecting a rental list or looking at listings in the window we don't have a traditional office today. We have an office, but it's not at street level. Yeah. Um, we don't have a rent list. It's online. Uh, you know, we don't mail anything to our tenants, our owners. We don't communicate with them that way anymore. You I know, remember we,
0: having to go in and pay pay rent. Or, rent yeah. At the... <laughs> yeah. You know, and we used to have tenants come in and pay rent. We used to have okay. tenants
1: come in and report maintenance and, and pick up keys and, and do all the things that um, I, I guess would probably be, perhaps be foreign to a lot of new property managers coming into the business this week, this month, this year or even the last couple of years. yeah um, but I think it's changed for the better, but there are those blurred lines. and you know quite often we'll have tenants or owners reach out to us by private messaging us on our you know through private Facebook or, or Instagram mm. wanting to wanting to know something at two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. Um, look we cut down a lot of that. We have a we have an owner and tenant portal that that we we can you know interact with our owners and tenants with. There's a lot of information in those portals that, that effect, effectively cuts down a lot of the common questions. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You're an owner, you're at home on a Sunday, rainy Sunday afternoon, you're probably doing your tax return from two or three years ago and uh, you need that statement that you're missing because the accountant's hounding you and the only time you've got to do it is on a rainy Sunday Arvo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can understand why they're reaching out, you know, yeah. I'd probably do the same. You're frustrated, but we've got a portal. They can jump in, they can grab that statement or, or find out what that income or expenditure was. Um, and, and at least it it tides them over. Look, it's not going to answer everybody's questions, but Mm. it's, you know, there's some, some opportunity for them to, to sort of self-serve and, and get some of that info. So technology has been good in that regard. Um, you know, and that sort of moves away from some of those blurred lines There's a bit of a self-help portal they can go to. Yeah. Um, but it has changed, you know, it has changed a lot. Um, the way we communicate even on a more official level in terms of electronic service to our clients and, uh. Uh, you know, sending them notices and and other notifications as well has changed,
0: mm-hmm. and not
1: relying on the mail anymore.
0: No, and how do you manage that for your property managers? Um, you know, even with the advent of Facebook as a business development tool, which is you know more so in the past has been seen for salespeople again, yep. but we're seeing it more and more for a business developer on the property management side. Um, how do you kind of see that evolution as
1: well? Look, it's a fantastic tool. And, and I say that as somebody who three years ago who didn't have a Facebook account, wasn't on Facebook, um, didn't believe in it. And, yeah. and there's another agent in Perth who well, might have been a bit more than three years who, who convinced me it was a good idea. And I, and I said, you know, I said, I wouldn't swear, but I said, bullshit. Um, <laughs> I said, uh, uh, you know, um, um, you know, and I just said, look, prove it to me. And, and they did. And uh, they both sat down with me and said, well, here's our stats here are the commissions we made from Facebook. So I thought, oh, this is interesting. So I scratched my head and thought, what, what can we do around this? And um, so, so for us it was an evolution of um, really engaging on some local Facebook groups, community groups, mm-hmm. um, and, and slowly building up that presence there um, and not, not really going in for the kill. I mean, it's been three or four years in the making, mm-hmm. but really going out there and just providing advice. Yeah. Um, you know, when someone's got a tenancy issue or, or can't get hold of their property manager And really, it's a lot of, look, I know you called the emergency number 10 minutes ago, but you know, they're probably not sitting on that so phone, leave a out. message, give them yeah. a couple of hours, they'll, they'll get back to you yeah. and, you know, or the usual, you know, the owner hasn't done this. So, and you know, the, 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 typical wise advice, just stop paying the rent because that'll fix everything. Well, it really <laughs> doesn't, you know, that's going to, that's going to get you into more trouble than it's worth. And, yeah. uh, but, you know, slowly building up that presence and profile and, and to be quite frank about it's close now to 60% of all new business that we bring on um, is a direct result of Facebook engagement. Yeah. And that's solely Facebook engagement. Yeah. Um, You know, we we haven't even sort of really uh, pushed the other platforms that are out there.
0: Yeah. That's something that obviously we're talking about a lot now is, is, you know, you you do have to engage and you do have to be there providing, um, it's a means to provide advice so that you're there and then when people need you, they will find you. Absolutely. And, and,
1: you know, rewind 10, 15 years ago. um, This is now the equivalent of flyer dropping and and having boards up and and community boards, for example, you know local high schools and primary schools and fate boards and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, the, it's the new medium. I yeah. mean, it's been around for a while now, but but it's, you know, it's still working.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, I wanted to quickly talk to you about your involvement in the industry outside of your business because you are pretty, you, you know, you've got your finger in a lot of pies. you have uh, one of the main organisers of Ari Bar Camp, obviously, with us, which is great. Um, you are a board member of Re- REFWA. So the Real Estate Employers Federation of WA. Yes. um, And you're an administrator of the Real Estate Business Owners Group, which I believe is a pretty active forum on Facebook like we were just discussing. So I guess I wanted to talk to you about how important it is for you, why you see it to be so important to get involved with with the industry as a whole. Yeah, look, it's probably one thing that
1: always stuck with me was uh, an old boss I had um, not in WA, so I'm not going to offend anyone here um, an old an old boss who really didn't want his uh, staff to upskill and um, you know didn't want his staff to go out and get a license or uh, or do anything like that because uh, the fear was they might open a business next door and compete with him yeah and and you know education's important and I think some of the best education you can get is learning off your peers mm-hmm. and we all do things differently and I think, most broadly, look, real estate agents are actually good people. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the public from time to time do like to have a crack at us. Um, you know, broadly, there's a lot of good agents out there and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a pretty collegiate industry. And, uh, you know, proven by that, uh, RE Barcamp, I think, is, is a great, you know, organisation. You get a couple of hundred real estate agents in sales and leasing and PM and administration who want to be there because they want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a couple of hundred people coming together not because they want a CPD or professional points to, to go towards their, their licensing requirements. Um, they're paying 30, $40 out of their own pocket. Their, their bosses aren't paying for them to be there. So it's very affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, they want to contribute Yeah, and it's a very open forum. It's, uh, it's something where there's, there's no real agenda. Yeah. There's a very loose agenda at the start of the day and then the day takes its own form and it's, it's, uh, it's an unconference. It's not a conference. It's, mm. it's great. You know, it's, it's not stuffy. It's not people in suits, uh, swanning around preaching and, and telling you, you've got to buy the latest, you know, the latest book or download the latest uh, ebook off Facebook or something like that. It's, uh, it really is, it's gritty. Um, you know, it, it's agents learning from agents yeah. and, and contributing something to the
0: day. I think it's also the, the beautiful thing about Ari Barcamp, and it's possibly why, um, I love the crunch so much is it's WA agents. And yep. I think, WA agents don't often get to hear from WA agents who really know their market better than, you know. That's
1: right. And look, it's not, uh, and, and you know, I, I I was born on the East Coast, but it's not some <laughs> preacher from the East coming over and, uh, and and telling everyone what they've done wrong or, or how yeah. to do thing, things better. Um, you know, it's an agent in Claremont, perhaps talking to an agent in Ellenbrook, um, sharing ideas on how they sell better or, you know, an agent in, in Baldivis talking to an agent in Mandurah about the, you know, the differences in their leasing market. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. Um, you know, and the fact that what's working in the Eastern suburbs, um, might be transferable in the Western suburbs in tough times or or the Southern suburbs to North of the river. Um, you know, it's, it's just about sharing those ideas and coming together and, you know, homegrown solutions really.
0: Absolutely. What are some of the, um, the biggest, I guess, topics that you guys are talking about as an, as an industry at the moment, some of the things that you've really noticed that keep coming up again and again, you know?
1: Yeah, look, um, change is a, uh, change is one of those challenges in our industry. And, uh, look, some people, you know, uh, it's human nature, you get stuck in your, stuck in your ways. Mm -hmm. Um, there's another review of the act coming up. Mm -hmm. We've had some recent changes to domestic violence. Uh, you know, obviously, unfortunately, domestic violence is becoming, a larger issue in society, um, mm. which, you know, which is terrible in itself, but I guess, uh, we as agents and the act itself has had to evolve and, and there's some new changes, um, to the act and the regulations that have come in surrounding that. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's been a hot topic, um, in terms of the processes around that and, and what we've had to do to sort of change, um, with that. Um, and I guess now, you know, a more positive sense in the market, Um uh, Again, you know, rents being increased, more leasing activity, less properties on market. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming to terms with that good change—that yeah. uh, you know, perhaps uh, brighter times are, are coming.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What other insights are you getting from um, you know the people that you're on boards with, and Ari um, Barcam and all of those types of things? What are, what kind of things you ask them about running a business?
1: Yeah, look, um, running a business isn't easy. Yeah, that, and I think that's probably that resonates across all sectors, whether you're a PM or sales or a traditional, you know, sort of multifaceted business out mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. I- it's not easy. Um, y- y- you know, there's, there's taxes and wages and all the usual uh, change and government changes. One of the biggest ones, and I, and I guess, uh, you know, perhaps I've got a, a, a slightly better understanding being part of REFWA have been some of the recent changes to the employment legislation surrounding the the minimum wages for salespeople and minimum hours and and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And and that's been a big change. Um, And that has been a challenge for some businesses um, where where they've had to have some difficult conversations with salespeople surrounding that um, and and really gear up for that change um, and the review date uh, that's just passed us recently Mm -hmm. um, and really working around that. And that's been a challenge. I know that's been a challenge for a lot of businesses. Yeah.
0: I feel like it's important at that kind of juncture to just tell people that REFWA is a, is a resource that business owners can go to if they've got questions. Absolutely. You know, they um, can call
1: and. Yeah, absolutely. Look, a great resource, um, a free plug for REFWA um, yeah. and I'm, I'm happy to, uh, you know, look, uh, Real Estate Employers Federation, uh, it's a WA organisation um, specialising in West Australian uh, real estate employment legislation, employment yeah. law, good resource for documents and forms, um, you know, employment contracts and, and everything that goes with it from, from the start to the finish of somebody's employment. So mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, a good resource. And again, another homegrown, um, resource backing yep. real estate employers in WA.
0: Beautiful. My last question for you, Rob, what are you, what are you excited about? What do you think the industry should be excited about over the next couple of years?
1: Look, I think, I think they should be excited. There's some stability. Um, yep. we've just had a federal election, um, perhaps a surprising result for some, um, uh, you know, uh, that, that election whipped up a pretty big attack on the property industry. And I think, uh, property managers, sales agents, principals, leasing consultants, I think should be very happy, um, that, that at least for the foreseeable future, we've got some stability now in our, in our industry, um, that, uh, you know, that the property industry is still a very stable and strong market. Um, and I think for WA, the only way is up now. Um, you know, we've had four very tough years um, probably tougher than most have seen them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really think now, at least in in our side of the business, in terms of leasing and PM, um, the only way is up.
0: Beautiful. That's a great way to end it, isn't it? Thank you so much for your time, Rob. Um, Thank you. And, uh, and hopefully we'll see you later on in the year at RE Bar Camp. Can't wait. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love any feedback or guest suggestions. So hit me up on Instagram. You can find me on Jess at crib. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to tell a friend.